Welcome to Second Door on the Left. This is your host, Josh House, and we are joined tonight with our guest co-host, Drew House. What is up, Drew? Love the label. Yeah, that's good. Guest co-host. Nice blendage. Blending. Yeah, I thought we would try that and see how it goes. I like it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, wow. A lot of stuff has happened since Sunday. Has it been that long? It has been. We've missed a full day. But the reason why we missed a full day is because I almost had to go to the hospital yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What happened? So, do you know how bad I'm allergic to any type of wasp or hornet or yellow jacket or anything mm-hmm. like that? Well, your boy got stung again yesterday, and this time, I don't know what I got stung by. I was going and shutting our screen-in porch here at at my house, and something attached to my ankle and stung me, and by the time I swatted it away, it wasn't there, but there was a probably a pin-sized hole in my, in my upper right ankle. And it is still swollen right now pretty badly. Um, so I had to do the the Benadryl, had to take some medicine and put some insect cream on. And it's still swollen to this day. So yesterday was not a fun day for me. That was hurting. Well, you sound great today. Well, I do. Which it's it's much better today because today I actually got to do absolutely nothing and watch sports all day. So very excited about that. Awesome. Yes. Which I am a firm believer in Hell State. Mississippi State played a heck of a game. Now, let me tell you, if you look at the box score and you see 12-2, you're going to think that Mississippi State dominated that game. They dominating innings. They did dominate two innings. But that game was a whole lot closer than what people want to give it. Uh, North Carolina's pitcher, that pitch for the seven innings, was phenomenal. Uh, he left one curveball up and away, and homeboy jacked it to make it 4-2 in the second. But after that, he retired eight batters in a row. Uh, he had multiple strikeouts, but still didn't matter because Mississippi State just, they never give up, never die out. The guy that pitched today went two for six in the season for Mississippi State, but played, pitched a phenomenal, phenomenal game. So the bottom of the eighth was just crazy for Mississippi State fans because eight runs come in. It was just, it was an awesome all-around just win. And now they get off until Friday, so that was awesome. So what was your thoughts of that game? Well, um, you don't want to throw a hotty toddy in there? Uh, no, but I do think it's pretty funny because where, I, where my work is, um, we have close ties with Oxford. And one of the things that just came in today was actually Matt Luke's the head football coach's king-size bed <laughs> frame is sitting in my house right now. <laughs> so, how do you talk to I, I, I guess when you get a contract, 
for three million dollars more, you get new bedroom right. furniture. I'm glad. Right. Okay. Good. I'm glad you threw in guest co-host because now I know who I'm talking to, how who I'm truly talking to. Which we all knew Kenny Woods. If you didn't get it the first go around, was this player that played for Ole Miss? Who knows what he did? He could have been good. He probably was. But you had his jersey hanging up in your room and everything. So I'm hearing where your loyalties lie. The game was twelve to two. I don't care if North Carolina imploded or what happened. It's Omaha, baby. They imploded. 12 to 2. Whatever. 23 games straight without an error. They had three errors in the game against Mississippi State. I'm not taking away anything from Mississippi State. The home run was amazing. The grand slam was a thing of beauty. When, when it hit off the aluminum bat, it was an amazing – or metal bat, whatever. It was amazing because that dude jacked it, and it was beautiful. It was. It's a beautiful time to be a Mississippi State fan, so I'm saying. It's nice. And, and I am excited that I can call myself a Mississippi State fan. I don't call you as much of one as I would call myself. That's for dang sure. I, I but, agree. You know. I agree. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you can you can be upset at me for calling it down the middle. Uh, um, Mississippi State is, is definitely this, hold on, hold on, riding no. one of the of all time in any college sports. That's all I'm saying. It's fun. So instead of reveling in it like a lot of fans would, if we're going for an unbiased show, then you need to let me know that on the front end before I take the guest off the co-hosts and we go full blown. If this is an unbiased show, let me let me know. But otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I do. What 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 are we, what are we doing here? I'm just waiting for you to finish. <laughs> well, I've been waiting. I've been waiting on you to finish. Yes, and I love listening to you. I'm I'm, oh, I'm getting your I'm asking your opinion of the game. You said that it was amazing. What what stood out to you the most? Well, I didn't get to I was at work and then we uh Mark and Mike and uh Nancy and I we went to eat so I was able to catch the I was able to catch the eighth inning. Yeah. I missed the grand slam. I caught the grand slam on a highlight during the game, you know, when we were watching it at the restaurant, so but I was keeping up with it on my phone um, before then. So, yeah, I, it's just it's, – it's fun. Yes, definitely is. I mean, I hope that by Friday there will be a whole lot more Mississippi State fans there in Omaha. Um, they need to make that trip because that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, They're only one win away from but the otherwise. World Series finals. They're only one win away from the College World Series final. Just one? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I looked at the schedule today. So they played the winner of Oregon State and uh, North Carolina, right? Mm, I don't think North Carolina's already played their loser's bracket. No, North Carolina. We played North Carolina. No, you played them today. I'm saying you. We played them today. I didn't. 
Can we get to Jurassic Park, please? What's going on? Here? I was just waiting for you to understand that we played them today, and that's around Robin, so they go in the loser's bracket. Florida is still in the loser's hey, bracket. Hey, I'm sure they'll play. I'm sure North Carolina will play another game before they were to play us. I'm sure they're going to play – well, hell, who's the other team then? We should probably have already looked this up. Well, we should have, but we didn't. But it's okay. We'll have to come <laughs> Oregon back. State. It's Oregon State, and yeah, we'll have time. We'll do it. Look, we'll do another one. We'll get ready for Friday. We'll do a big update. It's a big time for Mississippi State. This team came from nowhere and doing what they're doing. It's an exciting time, amazing time, like you said. So we'll have time to, we'll, we'll be back on this. Okay. Oh, I agree. I promise. And hopefully you'll be wearing maroon and white and not blue and I red. actually wore maroon and white all day today. And my gray shorts. So, I was completely Mississippi State out today. I was going bananas. What's the thing behind that? I, I'm not afraid to ask. What I haven't really been on. What's going on? It happened in the, it happened in the, uh, not the Super Regionals, but the, when they went to Florida. Yeah. Okay. So the Regionals. Whenever, yeah, the Regional play. And instead of the rally monkey or anything like that, the dude who hit the home run today uh, and had seven RBIs today. Right. His, right. His last name starts with an H. Just can't remember it. But uh, during that play, yeah. he just brought a banana on the like in the dugout, and he like started passing the banana around. And ever since regional play, they've been picking a banana. Every single game. And now in Omaha, especially today, they had shirts and all that stuff. That was just, you know, bananas everywhere. Um, people dressed up in banana suits. Um, it was just a really cool crowd. Um, not a lot of people, but it was a 10 a.m. start. I mean, it was a very early baseball game. Um, so, but there was yeah. a good, good, good uh, turnout for Mississippi State. I, I I really believe that there was more Mississippi State fans than North Carolina fans, um, hands down. Um, but the atmosphere was great. Um, the 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 oh, yeah. game was really good. That's what I enjoyed watching too. It's like it was very good, very competitive. Um, I was flipping back and forth from the World Cup, um, which I did get to watch a bunch of the games today, which was a lot of fun. Uh, great games, and then. Um, you know, flipped back when it was in halftime watching Mississippi State. And so it was good. But, yeah, the, the banana, I guess we really need to fact check that too because I don't really know where it started or why it started. I just know that it started in the regional play. Because, I mean, they weren't even supposed to be in – they weren't even supposed to be playing in the regional. Right. We, we'll go with what you said. Yeah. All right, so – Yes, Jurassic Park yeah. has released over in uh, Japan. It's killing it, doing amazing. I think it said the last thing I saw was $128 million that they've already made in the two days that it's been open. Um, this past weekend, $128 million. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, not Jurassic Park. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I'm so, ready. I'm ready. It's it starts Friday, so looking forward. I to probably it. won't be able to see it unless it rains at the beach one day. One day, and then I'm definitely going to go see it. 
Oh, yeah. Y'all get to go out of town this weekend. We are, but we can still do a podcast thanks to Anchor. Yes, Anchor is phenomenal. I love Anchor. Love it. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely going to go see it Friday. We're going to see it sometime during the day. Awesome. Yeah, we will too. Or, I mean, who knows? If, if we catch some rain, there's one day there's about a 50% chance. We'll, that's what I'd like to do. It'll probably, uh, I don't know. I'll have to get away. Olivia won't be able to go see that, that's for sure. She did go see her first movie with Katie and uh, <laughs> and and Eli. They went and saw Incredibles too, and she loved it. I did see yeah. that. I did see that. Hey, you've never dropped your Instagram or Twitter or your Facebook handle. You might want to do that for all your fans. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like mine is Josh House nineteen eighty seven. What is yours? Well, I'll help you out. You you definitely need to do a handle so that people can find you a lot easier. Well, I'm going to check me out on uh, Snapchat. I'm Olivia's dad at 15. (laughs) What was that? Olivia's dad at 15. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's a good handle. It's on Snapchat, and I don't. I don't think I'll have a handle on Facebook. So. And I'm not really. I haven't really gotten into Instagram. Oh yeah, I right. have an account. But yeah, yeah. Oh, <sighs> yeah. So on Facebook, just go to that search bar and type in Drew House and click on the picture of the guy that looks like me. <laughs> That's how that works. I'll be with my lovely wife, Katie, after a date night. Or before a date night. Before a date night. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, so. Dude, I've, I've, I've been ramped up. Where should we start? Should we start from the beginning? Let's start from the beginning real quick. I'm not looking, I'm not trying to do a big, long, drawn-out thing, but I definitely wanted to get into it a little bit. You said you had some memories to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jurassic Park was just awesome. I mean, I think the whole concept of, you know, being able to uh, genetically modify DNA to be able to create stuff for mosquitoes caught in larvae. I mean, not larvae or whatever, the sap, tree sap, and be able to create a dinosaur using DNA was pretty awesome. Yeah, I do. I mean, I I still remember as they go to the park and like just the very first opening scene where you see the dinosaurs, you were just like, "Holy crap, they do exist!" That's pretty awesome. It's a like cool the concept. First, the first scene, you don't you only see the velociraptor the velociraptor's eye, kind of running back and forth. Oh yeah, that's right. First scene, you're just talking about the the scene with the brachiosaurus, right? Right. See. Yes. On the, the music. Come on. John Williams is a certified genius. He is. One of the certified. best. One of the best. I like, better? I like Hans Zimmerman too. He's good. No, it's just it's just Hans Zimmer. Okay, well, Zimmerman, I don't care. <coughs> Let me look him up. 
He's good. Okay. Not. Really? Uh, no. I, I respect your opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah, I said he was one of the best. John, so you're saying John Williams is not the best just movie? I mean, just say movie composer. You serious? Yeah, you're not serious. Mm. I was I was interested in reading about uh, differences between the movie and a lot of different some similar, similarities, but changed up a lot. Which happened? Just reading up on preparation, it was interesting to see how characters, what their fates were in the book compared to what their fates were in the movie. Yeah, I knew that there was a huge difference in that. I've never actually read the book, so, but I do know that, you know, a lot of people did not make it out <laughs> that were on the movie. Right. I mean, most notably, John Hammond, he doesn't even make it out. Right. In the, in the book, he's a lot more uh, just like maniacal. He's not a very, he's the antagonist, really. He's not the good, he's, he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. But yeah, he dies the way that the guy dies in the Lost World with all the little dinosaurs. Ooh, yeah, I did, man, that's a tough scene to watch too. I hate that. I, was I like, mean, it kind of yeah. sucks. I would rather yes. be. I would rather be if I was if I died in any of the trilogies. I would rather be the guy that was sitting on the toilet. Oh, staring up at a freaking T-Rex. Well, I mean, would you rather get pecked? I mean, I don't think I would rather get pecked to death. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Or my my face mauled off by, you know. I mean, there was a couple of death scenes that you're just like, yeah, I would rather go the other way, you know. I guess the most easiest way to go would be if you're the goat. <laughs> no, the goat had it pretty bad. I mean, the goat thought it was in the clear, and then oh, no. it's just going down the the gullet of a of a T Rex. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, there was no there was no question of like, oh, you're still alive. Half of your body is out of the T Rex's mouth. No, you're just swallowed up. And one and one fell swoop. The goat let his guard down, basically. I think is what happened. Oh yeah, definitely. The goat always has a fighting chance. I don't know. I mean, if you're chained up, you're sitting on a pad. Yeah, I mean, you're not going anywhere. So, you know, there was a that scene was pretty awesome, but there was multiple things and. The original Jurassic Park that you were just you you're thinking, wow, this was made in 1993, and yet how in the world did they pull off some of those special effects slash you know puppetry and I mean it was just an imagination as you know only being five, you know that caught my attention of being an archaeologist you know studying animals wanting to be a veterinarian you know a lot of that stuff can be traced back to Jurassic Park you know. My love for animals could be straight from there. I mean, it's just one of the coolest things. And 
I remember like for, you know, a couple of my birthdays, you know, mom would get me that, you know, she had this one massive balloon. This was when we were over at Kingsington Circle. And inside the massive balloon was a spitting dinosaur that killed the dude. Uh, what was the guy who locked him out? I can't remember his name. I got his name. Get it. Because, oh, yeah, I went to Apple today. And, of course, my, my, my laptop. What was his name? Nidri. That was a character's name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Dennis. Yeah. Yeah, I remember getting that stuffed animal in a massive balloon. That was pretty cool. Magic word. Yeah, yeah, I, remember, yeah. I remember you had the stuffed animal too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of dinosaur stuff. I mean, that was a big deal. That was really, really awesome. I, love it. I was reading that Wayne Knight, the guy that plays Dennis Niedger, he was saying that he, uh, he hated that his scene didn't really get shown like it was in the book because in the book he gets decapitated and everything. It's a lot more gruesome. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It happens in the, you know, in the book or in the uh, movie off camera, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember because like, you know, the Barbersaw scene, you know, they kind of panned away from that and went to the Barbersaw scene and it was being covered by the mud. And they ended up not even going right. to You know, yeah, even been oh, yeah, on again, right? But no, there, it was it was a fun, fun movie. I just man, I can't, I can't get over the fact of just how many different scenes and how many iconic scenes there were in that, right? But I mean, I, I look forward to seeing, I guess, the new, I mean, I'm assuming that. With Fallen Kingdom doing so well overseas right now on Friday or this weekend, it'll probably be the number one movie. And then I'm sure they'll make another one if it makes that much money. All right. You think it'll quickly overtake uh, Incredibles 2? I mean, it's what there's no other movie that would have done it, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Well, see, it's, it's, it's very strange to think about it, but, man, the marketing and stuff like that, I would say that Jurassic, yeah, I would say Fallen Kingdom will be the biggest summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. I mean, The Incredibles has already done more than any other animated movie of all time. Worldwide. That's pretty big for Pixar. I mean, because Pixar has been... You know, they really haven't created anything new. They've been doing all these sequels and, you know, number two, number three, four. And it's like, okay, what new stuff is coming out of Pixar lately? And there really hasn't been. It's all been Disney animation that has been coming out with the new stuff like Brave and, and other iconic, you know, Moana and all that stuff. I mean, where it's been like, okay, Pixar, what are you guys doing? Y'all are only spending a lot of time on, you know, the sequels, but yet they obviously knew what they were doing because Incredibles 2 has just, you know, done so well. They they know what they're doing with the Toy Story franchise too. And that, that series isn't going away. Yeah, I don't I, I, was, I agree. I don't believe Incredibles 2 has already surpassed at least that one. 
I, I don't know. I'd have to fact check you on that. No, I read. I read on. Well, I guess it just depends on where you get your news from. But Yahoo was showing that Incredibles two had made the most money of any animated movie or biggest movie. Uh, weekend. Movie weekend for an animated film. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean it's made the most money already. Right, of it's course. Yeah. It's on pace to make more money. Right. Come on now. Why are oh, you bashing yeah. on Pixar? What was that? Why are you bashing on Pixar? Toy Story 4 comes out next year. You know how long it takes to do all that? They said it's every three and a half years. It takes Pixar three and a half years to create a movie. Right. So I mean, I know it takes them a good a good while. It's pretty crazy. Well, that's been our Disney Pixar podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. You, well, I was well, the issue, brought up marketing the issue. I brought up getting uh-huh. earlier with the uh, new Jurassic World. I was uh, I was reading that Jurassic Park was really the first movie to just go all in on and spend bukus of money on marketing and advertising. I read they partnered up with close to a thousand different companies in some capacity to get Jurassic Park out there and merchandise and all kinds of stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. 1993. That's a big deal. Oh, yeah. A lot of a lot of marketing. I mean, I think, was that one of the very first? Well, probably not. I mean, my issue is, is that my computer decided to die on our last podcast. And I went to Apple today to try to get it fixed. And they were saying, oh, yeah, we can get it fixed. It's going to cost you $525 to get it fixed. And I was like, well, you're telling me that it's going to cost me 70% where if I just spent another 30%, I could buy a brand new one. And they were like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I don't have the database that I used to have um, when I was doing the podcast. So I'll have to get my iPad out for you next time. Um, but I do remember that they were doing a lot of, you know, the, I know that there was a, a, a game for Jurassic Park because I used to play it. That was fun. Oh, yeah. <coughs> it's Nintendo. Yeah. And it was only like two dimensional and you couldn't, you couldn't run, you know, through the maps. It was always just left to right, you know, and if you try to turn back around, you couldn't go back. You you could only go as far as what your screen allowed you to. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how the classics all are. Mm-hmm. But it was good. I mean, I remember playing it. I know that I didn't get far at all. <laughs> like, I don't think I ever got past the first level. I didn't get much past it. I think I got. To, I think I remember seeing like two or three settings. Not just too much. It was pretty tough. Yeah, it was a tough game. Okay. So I know how we both know how the other feels about the the first 
we would say probably, uh, you know, 10 out of 10, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any really any denying that. It's just got too much. It's too much innate for us. We we grew up with that movie, so I think that's a, that's a clear cut. Here's and already they here's the interesting one right here to me is the Lost World, Jurassic Park. What is, mm-hmm. I'm curious as to what your what what would you grade that one at? Let's just start there if you don't mind. Let's let's start there. What number comes to out of, out of ten? Yeah, yeah, six and a half. Okay, I, 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 it was good. I just didn't like the concept. I didn't like, you know, it just for me it felt like it was really slow. I didn't understand the daughter. I didn't understand that. I think it was just kind of rushed. Oh, let's put Jeff Goldblum as the main character, let's kind of leave out everybody else besides, you know, a very short part of John Hammond in it. You know, I just, I wasn't a big fan of Lost World. I I mean, there was just so many, like, question marks for me of, like, okay, what are we doing here? Okay, now we're capturing them. We're taking them off. We're putting them in this dome, but the dome didn't even make sense, you know, in L.A., so it was just like, or San Francisco, where was it? Oh, gosh, I just probably ruined it. Where was the main dome that they were trying to... Was it in L.A. or San Francisco? Neither. It was in San Diego. There you go, San Diego. There's another reason why I don't like it. Uh... <laughs> but I just thought there was just way too many just weird parts in that. And that's kind of what I feel like Fallen Kingdom could be because I've seen a lot of the newer trailers and they're showing a lot more. And I'm just like, okay, now it's in a bedroom. Now we're in the backyard. Now we're in, I'm like, oh gosh, please don't let it be like that. But I wasn't a big fan of Lost World. What was your, what was your opinion? I mean, I'd probably go, I'm thinking seven. Seven and a half. I'm not. I'm not as. I'm not hard on it, like a lot of people, because I thought it added to the mythology, so to speak. I thought it added to the series. I thought getting two T Rexes involved was cool. You know, seeing the baby T Rex and some more Velociraptors and everything and. I don't know. I thought it was good, and I like Jeff Goldblum a lot and Julianne Moore. That helps. I like both of them. But yeah, I thought it. I thought it was good. I thought it had its its moments. Um, one thing I did want to talk about, and you might not even remember, Katie. Literally, we literally just watched like the last thirty minutes of this movie the other night. Um, but if you remember the part where they're sailing back to San Diego at towards the end, and the T-Rex gets out because the ship crashes. Right, it runs into the dock. Right. Well, if you can think back, the crew members were all dead. Remember? That's right. why the ship... Those were such close quarters. Who killed those men? Who killed the crew? Well, I thought, I thought the... Was it not, not the baby T-Rex? 
the uh, the baby T Rex was on a whole nother was separate. The T the buck the the male T Rex goes to retrieve the baby T Rex. They weren't together on the ship. They're on the ship together going back. I was reading something interesting on IMDb, and I thought I'd read this before, and it kind of makes sense, but they didn't follow through with it. Originally, or there's a little piece of art out there, you know, as far as storyboarding goes, that shows a, velocira- a velociraptor kind of in a corridor. Basically stated that there were velociraptors on board that ship that were able to get in there and kill that let the T-Rex out, but obviously that wasn't the case because they would have had to deal with Velociraptors on their way back. Right. Yeah. Which they never did that, but, you know, without it, it's it's kind of silly. There's no way a T-Rex, I'm just saying, there's no way a T-Rex is getting in there and killing the crew. Yeah, I mean, no way. I I, I agree with you. I guess I never, I guess it's just been a while since I've seen it, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, it's just this one part that's kind of interesting to me. I guess I kind of like to imagine this, there were velociraptors in there, but it doesn't make sense as far as the, the ship sailing back with nothing mentioned. Right. So what did you think of the third one? What would you give the third one? Uh... I, I get what they were trying to do in a sense. You know, Steven Spielberg didn't direct this one. He handed it over to a guy that possibly could have been directing the second one, but Spielberg came back. You know, Spielberg came back after a four-year hiatus from Jurassic Park, and he did Schindler's List. He was literally Schindler's List during post-production of Jurassic Park. Yeah took a big long break after making those two one a blockbuster you know we've already talked about it and then the other one was so critically acclaimed i mean it was just a big film oh, I mean, you know you, that you can see how that movie alone would have been exhausting oh yeah it. Dude, but it came back with the second one i he, I read the plans of that San Diego thing for a third movie, but Spielberg was like, you know, I'm not going to be in, I'm not going to direct the third movie anyways. So let me just do my little monster movie in the city here and tack it on at the end. And it did feel kind of just tacked on, you know, in a sense, but anyways, so new director for the third one, it was, I would just give it a five, really. Mm-hmm. Like the Spinosaurus supposedly was a real dinosaur, but what I was reading, it was more of a, it more habitated water than it did land. And if it was on land, it would have just been on all fours. It was more of a crocodile type deal. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have probably been standing up on its, just its hind legs. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'm probably going to be right there with you. At five, I think it was just another rush. What I did like is him going back to the island and actually going to like the older things, like a throwback to you know the original movie of you know the main the main hub and the concourse and all that stuff. I love seeing that and finding the relics of the jeeps and stuff. But 
you know, it was just one of those things again. It was just like, okay, this kid is all by himself and he's found, you know, shelter and all that stuff. And I'm just like, seriously, come on now. And then it was just like Dr. Grant and things like that. It was just, I don't know. It was another one that I was just like, all right. I still loved it. I mean, I watched them. Um, the bird scene was awesome. I loved, I loved those, that scene where they're in the bird cage and they didn't really know it. Um, that I mean, that was just really cool to me. Um, that scene, Josh, that scene was actually written in the original novel. They finally got around to it for Jurassic Park Three. Nice. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. This is also a movie where a T-Rex dies and a raptor lives. This is the first one in the series for that, too. It's a, for them to be in this, of what? Huh? What was the, what was the statement that you made? The statement I made was that this was the first movie in the series where a velociraptor did not die but a T-Rex died. Oh, okay. Well, man, I would have known that. Yeah, well, I, I, did my, I did a little research before this one. I mean, I mean, yeah. So, I sound all smart as opposed to what I normally sound like. Abrasive and, you know, what <laughs> I like that. No, that's really cool. I would have done the research too, but my computer decided to dial me before one of my favorite discussions, but it's it's okay. We'll be ready for the next one. So, I can uh, I can segue into the the fourth one right here real quick if you want me to. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So how the Spinosaurus, you know, breaks the neck of the T Rex, right. the T Rex or young T Rex. Um, which by the way, the reason that 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 the T-Rex died in the third one I read was that the animatronics for the T-Rex, its its neck or whatever, broke and it was too costly to fix it. <laughs> Instead, yeah. I mean, you can go on IMDb Trivia and, and look at it, but it's, wow. uh, yeah. And I, I, there was a lot of grief. They got a lot of grief for dinosaurs killing the T-Rex. So that's why in Jurassic World, when um, I believe her name is Rexy, the female T-Rex. Yeah. She crashes through a statue of a Spinosaurus. That last fight with all the with the Velociraptors and the the Rex. Huh. Kind of interesting, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that fight is what I remember from the third one and the and the pterodons. You know, that whole deal was pretty awesome. They were heavily featured in that one, which was cool. Yes. I, I like that a lot. Absolutely. So, oh, what are you giving Jurassic World? Oh, I, I mean, I think it was just because it was, it was a good break. What was it, 2015 or 2016? I think we said 15, yeah. Yeah. So... I really love the story. I was excited to see it back in the park. I was excited to see kind of what they were working on. 
And then when you kind of saw the, the crossbreeding and all that stuff with Raptor and stuff, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool to bring back Dr. Wu or whatever his name is. <laughs> because you know, he was he was a really he was a really cool guy in the first one and yet you were kind of trying to figure out, okay, well what is this? And then Engine Tech or whatever it's called, uh, the company that owns Jurassic Park or whatever the rights to it or whatever. Engine. Yeah, just Engine. Engine. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I really was a big fan of it. So, yeah, I mean, I give it – it's not going to be the first one by any means. So, I would give it an eight. An eight? Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I think I, – I guess I'll go um, – I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. I would I would say eight and a half. Okay. Maybe pushing that nine. I made a lot of references to the first one, which was really cool. Yeah. I mean, there was just some things like, you know, her, of course, running through the jungle with high heels on. Like, I don't – that that aggravated me because when I was even watching it in the movie theaters, I was like, how is this girl still having her high heels on? She's jumped, she's done all this, and yet we're still at an iconic scene at the very end of this movie, and she has a flare. They opened up the T-Rex paddock, and she's running, still on high heels. There ain't no way. You know, stuff like that bothered me. Well, I, I, I saw where Chris Pratt uh, supposedly was on Fallon around the time it was released, and Bryce Dallas Howard was on there, too, and he actually got in a pair of high heels and was running around the set, showing that it could. Well, I, I just real quick, if you had, have you seen that Chris Pratt video of him accepting that award at the uh, MTV? Oh yes, Awards? yes. I got. I mean, he just seems like a really, really good dude. I don't know. I'm, I was up with him. Yeah, it was really cool for him. The things about the the importance of, you know, God and, you know, God caring for you and God loving you. I was very excited to see somebody finally say that, especially at the MTV Movie Awards. Perfect. I mean, he said he's, he's, he's very blocked and said, this is for the next generation. I'm like, yeah, and even uh, his other one was prayer, but seems like a really good dude. Um, yeah, I, I hear, I get what you're saying about the whole high heels thing. That's pretty funny. Well, I mean, it was just one of those. I think that was one of the ones that just kind of was like, okay, seriously. Like, we've done so well on, like, the production and getting it and the storyline made sense, all this. And yet you're going to run around in high heels? Like, nobody in production saw that. <laughs> well, maybe they just thought it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek type deal, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, they didn't CGI heels in there, I wouldn't think. No, no, not at all. I mean, she definitely was running in them. There was some really good super glue. Right. Yeah, but no, I, I look forward to the new one. I, I'm, I'm very excited to see it. Uh, Friday it comes out, so June 22nd will be a big time. I, I look forward to being able to see it and really kind of go with the perspective of, okay, we're going to do a podcast on this one by itself. 
<laughs> so we're gonna take a lot of good notes on my phone. Do a lot of IMBD research after the movie and then be able to be like, all right, Drew, how was vacation? Good. All right, sweet. Hey, what'd you think of Jurassic World? Fallen Kingdom. Good about a zero. Yeah. Well, right now it's a it's, it's a 10. I mean, right now it's a 10. I'm going with high hopes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I have high hopes after the first, I mean, after Jurassic World, but, you know, when, I, I get what you're saying. When they start showing a little too much, especially in an action movie, you know, it kind of it kind of bothers, it worries me a little bit. Not really bothers yeah. me, but. No, I'm with okay. Yeah, so, and it's all CGI now. You know, back in the day, it was, there was rarely any CGI. You know, they had a lot of, they had a lot of close-up action back all the way in the first one. That that was all animatronics. I mean, and it and it looked real. It looked really good. So now it's all right. CGI. I mean, they've got it looking about as close to real as you as you can get. But you still know it's. I don't know. Yeah, and that's where that's where the first one was just so amazing. You know, where, you know, the puppetry and stuff like that was just amazing. You know, the the massive, you know, T-Rex head and all the stuff that they did to make them look so real was just phenomenal. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure, man, I'll have to double check it, but I didn't read this. I'm thinking that until the fi- the ending, this I know, the ending was originally going to be the, the Velociraptors. Get one gets stabbed by one of the T Rex statues, rib bones or something, and the other one, uh, the head was going to fall on him and crush him. And and Doctor Grant was going to be manning the controls from up in the in the room and just you know killing the Velociraptors that way. But not the CGI. I, I'm pretty sure they CGI that T Rex at the very end when they're fighting. That's CGI. But up to that, oh, point, yes. up to that point, I think the T Rex was was dang near all animatronics. I could be wrong. I know for probably when he's chasing the Gallimimus dinosaurs, the herd, that's CGI. Yeah, but lot. I think there was a lot more animatronics than we might think, even as far as the T Rex goes. Oh, I I agree one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing it. Like I said, I think the Jurassic Park series is good. I think it's good for a new generation. Um, you know, started with 2015, you know, Jurassic World, you know, uh, and now we get to kind of see where they go from here. But if it's doing as well as it is every season, they're making that much money, I promise you there'll be another one. And then there'll probably be another one after that. I mean, I think they can go as as many as they want to. Um I think it's almost kind of like, you know, a Star Wars story, you know, kind of what Disney's doing right now with just kind of, hey, let's let's go this route with it, you know, and just tell this story, you know, because there's so much that, you know, just building of the park and that idea. I would love to see a movie just based off that, you know. 
I mean, or or John Hammond. I would love to see an early an early year of John Hammond and how he came up with the idea. Yep, that would be cool. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. I just think that there's so much that they can do to keep it alive and keep it fresh and new. I mean, definitely gets me excited to see it and look forward to some of those iconic scenes. I I don't think it's going to be as bad as Lost World, and I and I and like you said, I think Lost World did did well for for a sequel, um, but I definitely don't think it's going to be kind of like, huh? Like, what are we doing now? I think it's going to be straightforward. Of oh, this is this is crazy, you know. Let's see. But it could just be, you know, it's a snake. They got to get off the island. Um, something goes something goes wrong. That's for sure. Uh, oh yeah, get out of there. But I'm sure there's I'm sure there's hopefully there's more to the story than what they're you know not showing in the in the trailer. If that makes sense, I'm sure there's a lot of surprises and a couple twists and all that stuff. So hopefully, there's a story around the special effects. Well, I mean, just at the end of this past movie for, you know, Jurassic World, you know, uh, Engine was there collecting all the samples and stuff like that and loading it up and moving it out. Um, So, you know, they took those embryos and stuff like that somewhere. So are we going to see that this movie or are we going to see that in a movie to come? Because those embryos are somewhere. So, be interesting to see. But yeah, well, we just reached the fifty-minute mark 50. of the like podcast. This. Yeah, I like I like this I like this spot right here. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good spot to come to a close, especially with everything that will be going on for the rest of the week. Because we got some stuff that we still need to discuss. I think we need to do one before you go. When is your vacation again? Well, we're going to leave for God's country, also known as uh, Starkville, Stark Vegas. Uh, we're going to leave that for their Friday after work. Okay. And then okay. Saturday morning and drive on down the rest of the way until we see that wonderful Gulf of Mexico. There it is. I hear you. The ocean. Yes, sir. Well, that's good. Well, I think I'll be given to come over to Liquidations Plus tomorrow. Oh boy, it's a good store! Yeah, good store. Yeah, and let me let me just say, you know, let me plug my this this place because I love it so much. Um, we are a liquidation store. Not sure if you knew from the title Liquidations Plus, but we just have a lot of good stuff. You know, everyday needs, everyday wants. You know, we got a little bit of everything, so just come check us out. Check us out on our Facebook page, and we also have the website that I failed to mention, uh, Josh. Um, let me plug that real quick. That's Mark Tidwell's. That's his baby right there. So liquidationsplus.com. You can also order and pick up, and uh, I'm sure we'll be getting around to Pretty sure we're already shipping, actually, from the website. So Yeah, and if you want to do Facebook, you could shop from Facebook as well, which I love the most. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah. That's working well. The blendage is, blendage is going on. Everything's syncing up. It's 
Very cool. Well, yeah, I look forward to coming over tomorrow. All right, brother. Well, I think we had a pretty right, good, man. pretty good discussion about the the series. So, we'll yeah, see. I think we can have a better one. Uh, as I think, let's see this Jurassic World, and then we can revisit it some more. You know, because I'm with you. I love being able to, you know, do the IMBD stuff and things, and I've failed to be able to contribute into those conversations because of some computer issues. Now, if you want to be a sponsor for a second door on the left, you can just send me a thousand dollars and I'll go buy a laptop and then we'll just shout you out every single podcast. <laughs> I am the B. Yes. If they're going to be our sponsor, we can't be just throwing out random letters. Yeah. No, I, I, it's a podcast. I'm going to do me. I'm just trying to better you. And I would hope you would do the same. Absolutely. Well, that is our show for <laughs> June. What is it? The 20th or we the 19th? We're a uh, gold leader. We're the 19th still. Okay. Yeah, that's what for I was. The next, for the next 23 minutes. Back to Monday. Well, I say, I say we have to revisit the College World Series in preparation, but we'll we can we can kind of have an open forum thing. Maybe we could get some, uh, you know, some other involvement in. But if not, I will definitely have a topic ready to go, and it's going to be a doozy. Well, yeah, let's let's just do a surprise topic then. Surprise you topic. Know, yeah, let's don't let's don't tell each other the topic, and then let's just hit each other with it and go with it. So it's my I'll hit you now. Yeah, there you go. Okay. The next one. All right. Check it out. Just like growing up. <laughs> Get it beat up. All right. This podcast, baby. Coming soon. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on Second Door on the Left. Hey, if you want to get a shirt, make sure that you go over to our Facebook page, Instagram page, or Twitter. Uh, they're only $15. Great looking shirts. Uh, our shirts come in this week, so I'm looking forward to supporting them. Um, oh. And follow us on uh, social media, SDOTLTV. And we will catch you on the next podcast. Thanks for joining us. Say your goodbyes. <laughs>